5, 4, 3, 2, 1. What's up, New Tech? Welcome to episode 17 TNT Weekly. A very special topic today that we're talking about. And uh, very honored to have on the show with me today, Mr. Zohar Fisolovich. How are you doing, Zohar? Doing okay, thank you. That's okay. great, great, great. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. It's a thank topic that I've wanted to talk about for quite some time. Mental health awareness and suicide awareness. Um, a very delicate topic, but I think it's time to help in the conversation. And I think it's time to listen more. So uh, really happy about this. So I hope you enjoy the podcast today. Zohar, for those that don't know you, right. all right, um, tell the audience the Zohar story and a bit about you. Okay, so just a little bit about myself. Um, my uh, Myself and my parents immigrated when I was about uh, three years old, four years old to Canada. Um, initially, the reason was because I have some uh, medical issues with my heart and Toronto was the only place at the time that could uh, deal with that uh, kind of issue. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we ended up staying into probably the best country in the world. Uh, and uh, so my parents are both in the medical field in a way. My mother's in pathology and my dad uh, was a male nurse, mm -hmm. which was pretty rare at the time. Mm -hmm. And so uh, for both of those reasons, both the care that the doctors took of myself and my family mm -hmm. and my parents being in the medical field, I think it was kind of inevitable that I would uh, choose a profession, uh, a health profession, uh, where I could help people as well. And I just found that my interests and my strengths uh, were in uh, the field of psychology. Uh, and so that's what I went into. Uh, just a bit about my qualifications. I've got a bachelor's degree in psychology from York University, uh, diploma in human services counseling from George Brown College, uh, and uh, then I have a master's degree uh, from a place called uh, Adler University. It's uh, uh, actually in uh, based in Chicago, but has satellite schools in Ontario and British Columbia. And so uh, that's where I've got my master's degree from. Uh, I've worked in uh, residence uh, for dual diagnosis uh, adolescents. Uh, I've worked at an employee assistance program doing telephone counseling. Mm -hmm. And then for the last uh, 11 years, uh, I've worked as a clinical therapist at uh, the Canadian Mental Health Association. Okay. All right. They're and just down the street here in Alice. Yeah. So one of the offices is just down the street. Um, I also have a private practice. And so for uh, the purposes of uh, today, I'll be speaking, uh, uh, my voice will be as a private practice clinical therapist. Wonderful. And uh, in regards to the private practices, the reason that I do have you on the podcast is I know you from the entry into providing your services in the community of Angus at the Angus Health Center. And I was introduced to you through Dr. Kogan, and then you always visited the building during the fit-up, and uh, we put together some space there for you, and you've been serving the community there with your private practice, right? So Angus Health Clinic in Angus, uh, Zohar is uh, always available out there and can set up uh, a time to see you if there's something uh, that anyone would like to talk about. Right? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Superb. So, you know, getting on the topic of mental health, I, I thought about it, you know, 
quite a bit. We know we know the impact that it has, and it's a dramatic impact in our community mental health, and we have to be more aware of it. We have to listen more. And I was thinking to myself, how do I bring up this topic? Like, you know, who am I to bring up this topic and 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 you know knowledge or experience in it and and really when I when I look at mental health in my analysis of it I, I just take life experience and what I've experienced and how I've been dealing with stress and difficult situations and you know uh, turned 60 this year I've had my years of some distress and and you know and and ups and downs and challenges etc and had really bad days, you know, um, but I was fortunate to have a really good support network, uh, loved ones around me, yeah. and I was fortunate that my mind told me to open up and talk about it, right, to try to figure it out. Yeah. Um, but we know that, you know, with mental health situations and depression and, and, and underlying, you know, mental agony, uh, if I can say it in that manner, many people don't talk, right? And, and many people don't share or many people think that they're not being listened to, right? right? Um, maybe you can share your knowledge and, 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 you know, what you've been doing for our community and the support you've given through your knowledge and, and clinical therapy about uh, the issues that you're seeing in our society with mental health and, and how the public is, is approaching it even better. I think things are opening up. I think things are better. And I think things are, we're talking about it more, trying to get that stigma away, right, out of it. Um, please enhance with your knowledge on sort of yeah. your opinions on it. And, right. So that's a, actually a really important part of it. And I'm really glad that uh, the way that you're terming it, uh, the term that you're using is mental health mm -hmm. because part of the great stigma for a really long period of time is both the uh, community, society, and frankly, even the profession uh, calling it mental illness, right? So it's uh, organizations of mental illness. Mental illness is what we were looking at. Mm -hmm. And uh, a while ago, we purposefully kind of changed the uh, emphasis uh, to uh, think about mental health, because that's what we're really striving for. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, just uh, doing that and having that attitude, I think, has helped uh, uh, society uh, lessen the stigma, because what we're looking for is health, yeah. not just how to uh, battle illness in some way, mm -hmm. even though that certainly is a part of it. Um, and uh, that uh, is the way that we're we're moving forward, looking to see what are the uh, tools, what are the resources, what are the states uh, of mind and uh, of the community that uh, brings us better mental health. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's what we're concentrating on. Okay. That's wonderful. Um, you know, in the aspect of mental health, too, and, and, and going through um, the challenges that stress uh, and and depression puts you through. Um, there are ways, and, and, and I can go back to life experience on that, on, on trying to figure out ways to push through uh, with uh, my relationships here with, with our doctors here at the Mill Pond. Um, I recollect very well my podcast with Dr. Kogan, where she had uh, you know mentioned we, we got on the topic of mental health. And the first thing she said to me, it was, you know, her response to 
you know, patients that come in and, and have difficulty in their thought process or whatever's going on in, in the health mentally, uh, is first is what's your nutrition, right? Yeah. And she sort of pointed out to me and made me realize the brain as this separate, wonderful hard drive, you know, or engine or whatever you want to, to label it that needs to be taken care of. Yeah. Right. If you don't add oil to that engine, it'll seize and it won't work anymore. And, 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 and she was, you know, using, uh, the hydration aspect, lots of water, right. Um, eating well and eating healthy, uh, are, are very, very important factors into, you know, taking care of your brain and taking care of your mental health. Uh, like we take it for granted, right? I, and I've realized that quite a bit in the last several years, aging a little more and, and, and okay, like I, I will listen to that advice and, and it's made a difference for me, like, and at least in handling stress and, and, you know, going to the gym and working out and, you know, physical fitness, nutrition, hydration, all key factors, I think, into pushing through some of the difficulties that you may have in mental imbalance or, you know, thought process, etc. Could you, could you uh, speak further on that? Am I, am I correct in saying that? Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, so one of the things, again, that uh, we've done uh, previously in a way, uh, artificially, has been to separate uh, mental health and physical health, right? Obviously, uh, those two things are totally integrated, right? And the, the uh, aspects that would uh, increase mental health. And so let's talk a little bit about what we mean by mental health. So mental health, what we mean is that uh, our ability to function, uh, uh, to have relationships, good relationships with others, uh, our ability to enjoy uh, the things that we do in the world uh, and ourselves in the world, uh, that's basically what mental health is. Our ability to cope uh, with situations, that's part of what mental health is. Uh, uh, you know, maybe an easier way of thinking about it is mental health is well-being mm -hmm. and well-doing. That's what mental okay. health is, yeah. right? And so um, certainly there's a whole spectrum uh, of uh, what we're, we're looking at. Um, you can certainly uh, take a look. Some people, they, they have uh, been diagnosed with some uh, uh, mental health disorders, and uh, a lot of those certainly have a component that is genetic and or uh, biological. And so uh, those components, uh, uh, part of the treatment is, uh, we're going back to Dr. Kogan, uh, to medication mm -hmm. that's uh, really been... Uh, um, that whole field. And what would be, sorry, time. sorry, Zoe, yeah. what would be some of those disorders? What, what would, yeah. would schizophrenia, yeah. would dementia be part of that as well? Um, yeah, so dementia is a, a, a cognitive uh, disorder. Yes. Uh, and so uh, what we're taking a look at when we uh, talk about that is um, certainly there's uh, depression and anxiety in the field. Uh, those words mean something a little bit different than it does in, in the broader society because they're actually, when we use them, they're related to certain uh, uh, 
medical uh, health, uh, mental mental health disorders. Yes. Um, so when we look at depression, we're usually looking at major uh, depression uh, episodes, or we're looking at bipolar. Um, there's all different kinds of, of anxiety disorders. Uh, there's phobias. There's OCD. There's social anxiety disorders. Okay. Uh, for example. Um, and so we're looking at that. There's, there's certainly, uh, like schizophrenia and like I mentioned before, bipolar disorder. Uh, there's a whole other set, uh, which is personality disorders mm-hmm. that are a little bit different as far as, uh, how they relate to our biology. Yes. Um, so there's that set, but then we're also talking about, uh, even if there isn't a diagnosis of uh, mental health disorder, and and that part that our biology or genetics plays, yes. we're all confronted in our life by uh, situations that uh, causes uh, stress or trauma mm-hmm. uh, in in a lot of cases, and so our ability to cope with those situations uh, emotionally uh, and intellectually, uh, that's also what we're talking about when we look at uh, mental health. Um. And we haven't even discussed, you know, what has happened in 2020. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, the COVID blast we got and then, you know, entwine that with already existing mental health struggles. Yeah. Right. Uh, the fact that, you know, when I when I look at mental health and then COVID onset was, you know, the words that stand out for me is social isolation. Yeah. Social isolation. Isolate. Well, my goodness, there, there has to be some beautiful souls out there that are already in a state of loneliness that causes certain elements of mental health anguish. Right? Yeah. And the onset of COVID just multiplied that by 10 or 15 or 20, right? Uh, the isolation aspect. So, and then compounded by no outlook into the future. Uh, possible job loss, career change, everything just entwined. I mean, you must be, it must have been busy. <laughs> the phone's ringing off the hook. And in a different scenario, um, I, I guess video or only phoning because those that need to see someone, you know, if you really need to sit in front of somebody and see someone and be listened to, etc., take that element out of, of what you provide. It must have been a horrendous landscape out there, uh, Zohar. Right. Am I, you know, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, we've gone through some phases yeah. uh, with uh, the COVID-19 uh, pandemic uh, yeah. coming in uh, and affecting the world, for sure. Um, so there's been some, uh, certainly, uh, you can uh, look at the negative aspects of that, and you mentioned some of them. Um, you know, there's been some positive aspects of it as well. Um, so, uh, we could take a look at that too, uh, even briefly. Um, if you're, uh, looking at the effect of, uh, the pandemic, uh, for the world as far as mental health goes, um, and I think that you concentrate on that, and I think it's great that you concentrate on it, which is the idea about, uh, having a support system. Mm-hmm. You know, there's sort of two main, uh, there's prim- two primary things about human beings. Uh, that are really important. It's really what makes us. One is uh, what all animals have, mm-hmm. which is that uh, uh, need to survive, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and because 
uh, human beings are social creatures. The other thing that's important uh, for most people throughout all of history has been the need to belong, right? That uh, uh, need to survive and need to belong. Yes. That those are central aspects of uh, what's important for us as human beings. Mm -hmm. And so, if there are situations that affect our um, ability or our capacity or changes in some fundamental way, even temporarily, yeah. our uh, state of our connections to others, then often that's going to affect a lot of people in, in a negative way. And that's certainly what happened because of uh, so many of us that had to uh, work from home, uh, work uh, or be at school yeah. from home. Fortunately, uh, in 2020, we've had the technology uh, to be able to circumvent some of that, uh, you know, I, I personally had not heard of the word Zoom uh, for, uh, uh, you know, I wish uh, I'd have bought as, the stock. Yeah, I know. Uh, as far as far as a platform to be able to to connect with people, but fortunately, we do have uh, platforms like that where we're able to connect with people in some way. So to be sure. Uh, there were, uh, connections that people couldn't do anymore, uh, you know, connect to, uh, other family members, to connect with friends, often to connect with more elderly people. And then even the technology, um, was difficult in, in that space because yeah. a lot of people have difficulty with the technology. People were, uh, already, uh, you know, going to the gym, uh, going to the doctor, going to nutritionists, uh, going out with some friends, going out to the movies, those things that people uh, did, which was ways to cope with uh, their life situations, uh, they couldn't do anymore. And then the other part of it is that, uh, yes, there were so many of us that needed to work from home, but what about all of the people that sort of kept society going by keeping on going to work all of the essential Great workers that uh, yeah. at uh, the retail stores uh, and the grocery stores all the health the front professionals yeah. the frontliners yeah. uh, emergency services they had to go in and do their work faced with uh, an increased anxiety about um, getting ill from from yeah. covid and, and bringing so, it home and bringing it home to their families and so, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and, and I said before, I, I just find the, the courage, uh, for those people, whether they kind of realize that that's what they were doing or not. I, I just find, find it immensely, um, uh, you know, it, it just amazes me. That's a great point. Big shout out to the frontliners yeah. that really got us through, you know, those early stages because they were the supply chain to at least some life. I, it, Great point. Thank you for bringing that up. God bless them because the anxieties that they must have been going through and, and some of the challenges must have been simply overwhelming. So uh, a valid point. So thank you again, frontliners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, which brings me to this beautiful community that we have, right? And one of the purposes of TNT Weekly is, hey, you know, uh, I want to share the love. This is a town that rocks, man. This is a town that rocks. It's got everything. It's got yeah. everything. We've got the most wonderful and, and, and special entrepreneurs in this community. We've got beautiful medical care, a, a, a hospital, 
the Milpon Medical Center, services specialists. We have philanthropists, the Matthews House, Sisters Place, the Food Bank. We have so many wonderful, wonderful services in this community. Um, Zohar, if someone is in need, if someone is in need, obviously the first the first levels of communication for me is go see your doctor, right? But sometimes you're, you know, you wake up or you get home, you're having a bad day. You know, it's okay to have a bad day. It's okay. But sometimes somebody needs to speak to someone, right? You know, and they can't reach their doctor. They can't, and their mind starts going in places where it's, they're not able to get through the forest, Right. And they need to speak to someone. We have some beautiful, wonderful services uh, in Alliston with um, the Canadian Mental Health Association down the street. Right. They can call them. Right. Yeah. Always available. We have a wonderful um, service in the Mill Pond Medical Center, the addiction services of York Region. Right. They have a RAM clinic at the hospital. It's a walk in. You have some issues. Walk over. They're there to speak to you and they're there to listen to you, right? Anything else that we can share with our listeners on where do I go? I know you were saying something about yourself. I mean, uh, prior to our taping here, Zohar said to me, Tony, if, if you want to mention my phone number, that's great. I, I'll, I'll take a call. I'll help someone. I'll answer a text, whatever it is. Zohar, you want to give your number up? Um, sure. I'm going to try to remember it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's uh, 705-812-4946. Okay. Slow. Do it slow. 705-812-4946. This dude is there, okay, just to take a call. Like if, if, if you need to speak to someone, um, he has so much knowledge, his wisdom, his heart, his soul. Uh, is there to listen and all the other wonderful services in this community. We're here to listen. Okay. Yeah. So what I want to do with this, this, this podcast, everyone and the listeners, you, you know, just one share, just share yeah. the, this podcast. And, and if we reach someone today that listens to this podcast and it helps them, right. I, I'm going to go to the moon. It, 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 Right. If you get a text or a call yeah. uh, and says, thank you for being there. I need to speak to you. We've done what I want to do. Right. So please just share and give more people an opportunity to check into the show uh, and, and check in to see what this community can offer and uh, how we see mental health and just bring more awareness to mental health. That's right. Listen. We listen. This community listens. We all want to listen. PM me. Private message me. I'll flip you over to Zohar. Private message me. I'll message you back. We'll chat or whatever. A uh, lot of love in this community. Lots of love. We have it. Let's take advantage of it. If you're going through a difficult time and your mind is not working the way you'd like to work it, there are things that you can do. They're, yeah, they're, for sure. I yeah. mean, as far as finding some resources, I think two good resources to uh, take a look at is, uh, I believe it's called uh, ehealth.ca. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, I think it's ehealth slash primary.ca. Uh, and something called Connects Ontario, yes. C-O-N-N-E-X Ontario. Both of those are uh, essentially directories mm -hmm. um, of the uh, 
all the different kinds of services that are available in this community and in the surrounding communities. Uh, because like you said, there's uh, um, any particular person would have uh, some uh, particular uh, issue or stressor at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the one that is uh, causing some uh, that that's difficult to to cope with. Yeah. And so that's the you know those are the services that they're going to try to right. to find. Uh, that's a good place to start. Your doctor mm -hmm. uh, is a, is a if, um, is a great. Uh, resource because they certainly refer the people They're the best to, if you, if you to, to other them. resources. Um, I mean, I people like myself do that as well for yeah. sure. So uh, connecting with me, I'll look to try to find resources with somebody as well mm -hmm. if it's not something that I can personally uh, assist with at the time. Yeah. Um, and uh, the other agencies uh, you mentioned the CMHA. There's Mary McGill at, at Mary McGill. Stevenson's yeah. uh, Memorial. And I mentioned, uh, sorry to interrupt, yeah. so her the Ram Clinic, yeah. you know, that was in partnership with Acer. Um, it just made me think now in bringing that up. I, I I would assume that with COVID at the beginning they had to shut down, right, and sort of replay their guidelines on on safety uh, precautions. So. I, I didn't follow up with this. I hope it's open still. It's, you know, the walk-in aspect of the Ram Clinic uh, at the Stevenson Memorial Hospital. Uh, I believe it should be to a minimum, you know, mm -hmm. uh, still with the safety precautions. But uh, all we're saying is, listen, we listen. This town listens. A lot of love in this community. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, just the idea about listening is really important. Um, the probably... In, in a lot of ways, the, one of the main things that I work with people on is uh, miscommunication, right? Um, and so the uh, communicating takes two people. It takes the person that uh, tries to communicate some kind of message to someone, and it also takes the person to be able to have the skills to listen uh correctly and actively to be able to receive that, that message. Um, and so you know, we're talking about all the professional services, but, um, you know, hopefully most people like yourself and myself have people in their life mm -hmm. that uh, can be supportive and that they can be supportive of family, friends, um, and, and uh, people even, uh, I guess, from other professions that, that they connect with. Um, it, it may be a bit of a cliche, but you know, there's the, the person at the barbershop and there's the, yeah. the person at the store and, and so forth that yes, they, you know, if we're looking at uh, mental health services, you want professional mental health yeah. services, but the, you know, being able to support and care for each other, that is a really, really important aspect of it. Just like, um, you know, if we talk about uh, nutrition, mm -hmm. we talk about uh, uh, having uh, some doing some physical activity, uh, uh, good sleep habits. Uh, those things are super important. And it sounds like, well, what does that have to do with uh, mental health? What does that have to do with uh, physical health, uh, medicine? But, you know, those things uh, are what helps us be able to have the capacity, the time, the energy to be able to cope with stressful situations yeah. and to help uh, 
other people and to support other people as well. Yeah. So those are really, really important things. Yeah. And, and I like what you had said about the two-way street scenario, listening and yeah. communication, et cetera, and, and sort of to wrap up the mental health awareness as we move into the next, next subject. Yeah. You know, being a guy and, you know, and, 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 and as an entrepreneur, you know, you show this, okay, this strength, you know, leadership and whatever projects I'm in and go home. And, and, you know, I realized some time ago, you know, I have a bad day. Like, you know, we all have bad days, right? But I, I kept it in, right? I have a bad day and I didn't want to talk about it and I didn't want to share it. And everything's going great, a beautiful family and, you know, wonderful community and the project, great work week, everything's great. And yeah, just get home, just wasn't feeling right. So I wouldn't say anything, right? I'm a big, tough, strong guy. I didn't say anything, right? And, you know, but I, I could sense that it affected my home life. Like I'm not talking, I'm withdrawn a little bit because I'm trying to figure it out, right? Because I'm a cool, tough guy, right? You know, I don't have to talk to anybody, right? Right. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, the moment, you know, I, I, I started sharing, you know, to the best friend in the world, my wife, yeah. you know, and just bucking it up and saying, you know, I just don't feel right today, honey. It's just, you know, it's it's not registering right today. And from there is where I started to acknowledge, okay, I got to, you know, drink a lot of water, eat better. I'm going to do physical fitness, just trying to handle stress and everything. And, and it's been such a great way to progress through and push through those things where, you know, when, when the computer is kind of tired or worn out a bit, right? Yeah. Instead of taking it down another road, which is I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm going to have a bottle of wine right. and I'll try to figure out and not get anywhere, right? So, um, you know, if, if that makes sense to someone out there and, you know, I, I, I hope that listening to this podcast sort of, you know, gives you a little um, direction and, and reach out for advice and talk to someone because those little actions for me had worked. And, you know, I I think a lot of us or all of us go through some levels of stress, some handle it better than others and, and others do not. So, okay, Alliston and new tech and beaten and Tottenham and surrounding areas, a lot of love in this area, please. If you're going through some uh, mental hardships, um, there's lots of help in this community. Yeah. And, you know, and, and if you're solid as a rock out there and you see someone, you know, you don't know, someone may say hello and you don't know what they're going through, right? Yeah. Um, just share the love out there. It means a lot, you know, people listening, yeah. right? Absolutely. So I just wanted to commend you for what you just uh, spoke about. Um, thankfully, uh, that, uh, those kinds of attitudes are changing over time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a certain socialization that we have for, uh, you know, generally speaking for boys and for girls. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the things to think about is that the, the reason that a lot of men, for example, weren't talking about things is, like you said, uh, that seemed to be, uh, the thing to do if you were strong. And the, maybe what you can think about is that being able to share what's mm-hmm. happening uh, with you to someone who you trust yeah. and who cares for you 
that's actually what the strength is. Mm-hmm. It takes strength and courage to be able to be vulnerable and to be able to share with others. Uh, often that takes more strength than to uh, just hold things in, try to deal stuff with uh, by yourself. And as you're doing that, you may not, your perception of things may not be correct. And that's one of the things that, yeah. that keeps the, the, uh, the stress and not being able to cope with whatever is happening, uh, that extends it. Um, and then just what it does to you emotionally and physically yeah. to keep yeah. stuff in. You can just think about it like something, some, uh, physical, uh, um, situation, right? I mean, if you're, <laughs> if you broke your arm, and you didn't go and get that set and fixed. What would happen? Great point. And and that and that's like our men, our mental health. We have to fix it. And we have to push through it and and do things to repair, right? And, and make it go. So, you know, if you don't have loved ones or you don't think you have anyone out there that you can trust, uh, and you know you're in our community, I'm telling you, this community will embrace you. Please, please reach out. Reach out. To me, Zohar just gave his number. Uh, please don't feel alone. There are people in this community, so many wonderful people that, that I know personally that would give you a hug and listen to you. We're here to listen, right? We want to we wanna bring mental health awareness to this community yeah. and uh, have this community listen a little more. And I hope that that's what we do here, right? That would be great. Okay, awesome. So... Where I want to lead into now is, is, is another topic that I think is an artery, if I can say it in that way, of mental health and pain and everything and where those roads can go. And it's suicide awareness. And, um, for myself, you know, uh, hearing about suicide, uh, famous people that get in the news and, friends of friends of friends and you heard this happened and that happened and uh, uh, a news report and this and, and you say to yourself it's a tragedy oh my goodness what a loss that's terrible how, how did they do that or you know the famous person that you thought had everything what did they do or that beautiful person with a beautiful family and what happened here like, right. you know you all these questions and so I from an experience that just happened to me about three four weeks ago uh I didn't understand the difficulty that you would have to cope with that when it hits you very closely. And I cannot imagine, I, I, I can't even imagine the pain. I, I can't imagine what would happen um, and what people would go through uh, in, in, in the aspect of suicide to, to a loved one, their child, their husband, their wife, their their brother, their sister, um, I, I can't fathom it. I, I can't fathom it. And, and, and multiply that by getting completely caught off guard because it almost seems to be very silent here because we don't know what's going on in, 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 in that person's mind. We don't know. We don't get any messages. We go on with our lives and, and maybe they're sending us messages and we don't know. And for the instance of uh, my dear friend that I grew up with and a dear friend of many in our neighborhood, Neil Dunster, God bless you. You know, we had our annual outing at, at the golf trip and, you know, I was in Ottawa like four weeks ago when he was at the golf course and, you know, wasn't his uppity, uppity, peppity self, right? And uh, we were always, we all, we, lo- we all love each other. There 
was no issue about not getting love and support from dear friends and reaching out, but we didn't know what was going on and what he was thinking about. And, you know, a week later, he killed himself and we got the news and the emotions that, that came through our mind. Again, I'm reflecting on, oh my goodness, this this is the way it feels. At first I was angry. Like, why? Why? Why did you do that? Why? You know? And then I became very upset. Oh my God. Maybe I could have done more. Maybe we didn't do enough. Uh, and it was the topic that we're all talking about, all the boys we all connected and sending texts and calling each other. And, you know, some were closer to Neil living three doors down from, and knew his dad and this and that. And well, question, maybe we could have done better. Maybe, you know, and we're, we're trying to digest it, right? Without passing on any judgment. We're trying to digest it, right? Uh, which again, is so important that we're talking about this. We have to talk about it. And, and, and it, 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 there was obviously silence in Neil's mind. There's, there's, you know, he didn't share what, what was going through his mind and he made the decision, you know, and I, I, I don't have any answers. I, I don't, I, I, all I'm hoping by this OR is that, you know, we can talk about mental health and if it starts, that you're having a bad day and that you can't get through it and you take a, a, a left turn and you do something else to not acknowledge it and then you do something else to go even to a darker place. I, I, I'm hoping that we can help someone that may be having thoughts like this. And I, I'm like, listen, I've had bad, bad days, really bad low days, right? Um, I, I think if we don't talk and open up, um, those that are thinking of, of, of suicide, I don't know if we can reach them. I don't know. And so don't have the answers. All I, all I want to do is try to help. And I know by listening and talking about it, um, and letting those in need mentally that need help and support that we have a wonderful community and there is help out there. And, Maybe you can definitely take the lead here in, in, in talking about suicide and sort of the, the, the obviously the relationship with mental health. That, that there is some mental health yeah. scenarios there for certain if you want to take your life. And, and I don't understand why or, or what, but um, right. I, I hope that we can talk more about it and, and love and hug and, and, and stop someone from making that decision. Right. Um, well, I mean, again, so um, as I kind of mentioned before privately, mm-hmm. my condolences to yeah. his family and, and to you and your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the uh, uh, talking about your response to uh, his uh, completing suicide, that's pretty common. It's, you know, kind of different stages of grief. That you're talking about, yeah. Um, and so again, very common. The fact that you have the uh, other friends uh, to be able to discuss, uh, hopefully, how you all feel about the situation and think about the situation, and find the time to mourn and the time to celebrate uh, your friend's life. That's 
that's going to be really important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with uh, with suicide, uh, it is uh, um, statistically, I believe in Canada, it's the ninth leading cause of death uh, overall. And uh, that's for uh, all lifetime. But um, for uh, certain periods of someone's life, uh, especially uh, when you're younger, that kind of 15 to 30 years old, yeah. uh, that, that's like the second leading cause of death. Right. Um, and so it, it's definitely something that the, uh, both individuals and families and uh, communities all over uh, are dealing with. Um, and so a lot of the issues surrounding suicide um, are um, complicated or nuanced, if you want to take a look at it that way. But really what's happening is that um, somebody at uh, different points in time are thinking to themselves and different things. One is that they're thinking that there's no reason for them to, to be going on. Right, that they don't have the support, or they've tried different resources and it hasn't helped them. And for some people, during that period of time, you know, one of the things, an interesting things, is that what they're doing is that they're actually thinking about other people. Now, let's be clear that the the thoughts they're having about their worth in the world uh, is not true. Very, very often. But what they're thinking about is that they're going to do something positive for the people that they care about because them being in the world and having to deal with them is a burden on their family and friends. And that some, that doing that act is, uh, you know, giving, going to give them some kind of relief. And again, when you're in that deep of a depression, uh, when you're in that state where that's the kind of thoughts that are going through your mind and you know that it's it's not true um but to that person at that moment in time it is true to them and they're following through on on those thoughts so uh that's what's happening Uh, the other thing is uh that uh, more uh, men uh, your friend is male uh, more men complete suicide than women there's a higher percentage of women that self-harm uh, yeah. and and attempt this suicide. However, it tends to be that the method that they use are less uh, fatal than men. And then you have also the situation where there's still a stigma for some men to seek help, yeah. right? And so they're alone in in their in their depression uh, or thinking that they should somehow be stronger uh, and and get over whatever it is that they're that, that's happening to them. So there's all those aspects of it as well. Um, there's some uh, other common, uh, I guess, factors um, like uh, if there's been uh, self-harm, if there's been uh, mental mental health issues, either that they have mental health mm-hmm. uh, uh, disorders, for example, uh, substance use issues. If there's been mental health issues or substance use in the family, if there's been a history of uh, suicidal thoughts and uh, attempts in the family, um, all those factors and more can uh, they, they go towards uh, a greater chance 
of uh, attempting and completing suicide. So uh, there's there's that. What can can people do? Uh, well, uh, often people will uh, ask for help. Sometimes directly, sometimes indirectly. Uh, for sure, if somebody is telling you that they're going to kill themselves, and especially if it sounds like they're going to be doing it uh, very soon, if they have a plan, if they have the method to do that and they have access to the method to, to do that, um, you know, definitely take it seriously. One of the, one of the things that understandably hearing that from somebody that you care about, uh, can be, uh, scary. It can be uncomfortable. Uh, there, most people kind of don't know what to do in those circumstances. And that's fine because it's people like myself that, um, actually, uh, need to do a formal assessment to see what's happening. And so, but if some, if you think that somebody is, is headed in that direction, take it seriously. Yeah. Safety is the number one issue at that moment. Take it seriously. Stay with them if you can. Try to get them to a hospital. Try to get them to a, like an emergency center or a clinic. Um, uh, somebody that can, uh, do, uh, an assessment and that for that period of time uh, can help that person to go through that kind of arc yeah. and then whatever other issues that are going on in that person's life that were factors in leading to that moment in time, then, you know, they can be connected to, to resources to be able to uh, work with that person on that. But of course, that's the number one thing to the, the safety issue, uh, and and then to to kind of take a look at uh, at the others other things that are going on. Um, but uh, yeah, is, I don't know if there's anything else that. To, no, uh, it's uh, it's uh, you you said it well, and and in, in the aspect of what they possibly are going through, and 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 to acknowledge and. Obviously, be an ear and listen, and, and if someone is having those emotions and feelings, you hope that they would listen to you. I mean, I, it'd be fair to say that if someone is saying that, right, that that is your ticket to do something. Because if, if they've internally made a decision and don't talk about it, mm -hmm. uh, if something could happen and you're not around and, and it happens, right? But if, if someone is in pain and anguish and, and mental anguish and, and is in those stages of those thoughts yeah. and they talk about it, yeah. even if they say it with a smile, right. yeah. th that should be a opening of an invitation to say, well, come with me or please help me. Absolutely. Right. You know, and so, I think new tech, let's listen. Yeah. If you, if someone you know or an acquaintance or anything, anything, anyone, anyone. All right. Yeah. I think the shock with, with, with suicide is obviously the unknown, the, the no notice yeah. factor, um, right? Yeah. I mean, certainly not in every situation mm -hmm. that it, it's without notice. The, the, when it happens, it's a big shock. For sure. Um, 
But uh, like we were saying before, it's not necessarily true that it it's a surprise. Or maybe uh, we're not. That, maybe. That, 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 that might be something to happen. People do tend to to say things or leave clues in some way. And by the way, it, it, it's not to say that, you know, look, you need to be with somebody 24-7 uh, in case something happens. They don't want to put that kind of uh, that on somebody. Uh, but there's uh, crisis lines in the, in the mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. Uh, that that person themselves, before they get to a point that, that uh, they're, they're over a, a certain edge that they seek help themselves by going to the hospital, even if they have to call 911 and get the ambulance to take them or go to a, a clinic or if they're already connected to professional services to be able to contact those services, doctor and and uh, mental health services uh, to seek some, some help. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, one of the, one of the things about somebody in that state is that they feel like they've lost all agency to be able to kind of take care of themselves or to move forward. So being able to, to uh, emphasize that people still do have an agency in their own uh, care yeah. and their own life, uh, that's, that's important too. So, uh, you know, people can, can do those things to try to help themselves through those situations. And, of course, there's other uh, – to, to not do certain things, uh, certain coping uh Methods obviously can be more harmful and help lead to that, unfortunately. So some people are, uh, you know, cope with uh, substance use, uh, for example. Alcohol. Yeah, alcohol and, and drugs, uh, uh, certain kinds of self-harming behavior, for example. Um, and so, of course, things like that are, are going to, uh, to, to be variables that make the situations worse. So at one, it's learning to have uh, resources and tools and coping mechanisms yeah. that help somebody in uh, those times or uh, through those times. And it's being able to uh, have more of those, learn them and, and have more of those than of the coping mechanisms that people use that actually uh, in the long run, especially tend to be more harmful mm-hmm. uh, for, for people. And so that, that's one of the ways yeah. that you want to and, and, well. and I, I wanted to reemphasize on what I was saying previously on, on sort of getting the message from someone is, uh, and you made me realize that maybe I worded that incorrectly. Maybe the messages are there and I am not receiving them. Mm-hmm. So, Let's be more aware is, is probably the way I should have, uh, should, should have said that. Let's be more aware. And I, and I see some wonderful posts uh, from time to time. Um, you know, smile or say hello to the person passing you. You don't know what they're going through. Yeah. You don't know what they're going through, right? Uh, they could be at a level of depression. And, and so, you know, I just want to be a better person. You're a star to me, a rock star in what you do. I want to be more aware, and I know that new tech is really aware. So new tech, think about it. Just be more aware uh, of your surroundings and people. And I, I think those little actions, I hope, are building blocks to reanalyzing whatever it is going through your mind that you can take the, the steps 
to get help and get hugs and be listened to. Okay, new tech, listen, hugs, awareness, mental health, suicide. It's in our community, right? No more stigma. It's not in the closet. Let's just talk about it, right? So um going to call it a wrap. I wanted to mention that, you know, thank you for the condolences on Neil Dunster. I got a message from the boys um, a couple of days ago, and I put together the golf tournament, the 1620 guys. It's just a good excuse to to drink more beers than we should, you know, and a few cigars. But we reminisce about growing up together in the neighborhood. Uh, we all did in our, in our teens. I mean, our, all of our friendships are 40 years in the making and plus. So we're going to, we would call our tournament the Riverside. Riverside Park is where we grew up in Ottawa. So it would be the Riverside Seniors Open, we'd call it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Jeff, my buddy Jeff, uh, uh, mentioned, why don't we dedicate, you know, and, and rename the tournament to the Neil Dunster Memorial Tournament. So, Danny, you're going to be on our sleeves and on our heart, you know, and uh, the Neil Dunster Memorial Tournament will come back into action on a yearly basis and Neil will always be with us. And you know what? New Tech will always be with you. Uh, the wonderful people in New Tech will always be with you. Uh, mental health awareness, please. Suicide awareness. It's present. Let's deal with it. Let's listen. Let's talk. Let's hug. Let's love. Any last thoughts, Sora? Um, well, uh, I just uh, want to thank you. I appreciate you inviting me uh, for this. Uh, uh, I just wanted to uh, say, uh, you know, talk about a bright light in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are a fantastic role model, uh, both, uh, you know, to all of the things that you've been doing uh, to take care of yourself to be the kind of support that you are for your family and your friends, and just also to just to be that role model in the community. Um, I've gotten to know you a little bit over the last while, and uh, I, I just uh, want to see how much I, I appreciate you. Oh, thank you. That means quite a bit, Zohar. Listen, it's easy to do when I came into this community and it gave me so much love and it embraced me, and I just want to give back. Right. So, listeners, please, if you got through this podcast, Thank you. And just one thing, just one thing for me, share, just share. Okay. And let's reach more people and hopefully help someone that's in need. And this dude gave you the phone number again, one more time. Um, 705-812-4946. Text him, whatever, private message me if you want to chat. There's a lot of love. There's a lot to look forward to. Uh, life's beautiful. And, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that uh, want to help you get through whatever you're going through. Don't feel alone, okay? okay. New Tech rocks, and we're here to support. Love you over and out till the next podcast, all right? Hope you enjoyed the show. Bye-bye. Oh, that was so good, so hard.